And hello to you out there. Len Tillum here. I know. Thank you. You figured it out. You're listening to me on iTunes or you're listening through the web at lentillum.com. Somehow you downloaded it. Help some people do it. If, if there are people you know who have computers, who doesn't have computers now or smartphones, I mean, you just go to iTunes. Soon we're going to have a Len Tillum app, too. I mean, it's all coming. We're figuring it out. We're starting out fresh here. I don't have phone lines, so we're taking calls that we used before, KGO days, KKSF. They're fresh. The law is up to date and topical, and it's the best I can do. When the phones come in, we'll get live calls, but just pretend it's live. It, it, you haven't heard them, and if you did, you don't remember them anyway. So here comes a show. How do you like it? No commercials. Really zippy. Len Tillum. We're going to begin right now. How come you're calling a lawyer? Here we go. John in San Jose, Len Tillum. How come you're calling a lawyer, John? Hi, Len. I'm, I'm calling because my brother owes a lot of child support, and it's affecting a family property where we can't do anything with it. How much does he owe in child support? He owes like 100000 Or oh. the, the problem is it keeps growing. Yeah, the interest keeps not- growing. And I thought in the past you'd said that a bankruptcy would end the interest. And that's really my question. I'm trying to verify that. I, I thought in the past you said if you... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your brother, your brother you, you, he could declare bankruptcy, but bankruptcy will not discharge a child support arrearage, but it will stop additional interest from adding to the arrearage. But okay, well, wait, 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 wait a second. Hold on a second. I don't know if a bankruptcy will do him that much good anyway. Wait a second. Tell me about this family property. When did you inherit it? Um, it's been about 20 years. And how many acres is it? It's like 100 acres of ranch land. Where? Um, way in the hills outside San Jose. In the Santa Clara County? Yes. 100 acres in the hills in Santa Clara County. How much is it worth, do you think? Um, maybe half a million dollars. All right. And whose name is the property in now? It, it's on multiple names. It's, you know, it, it's a family property, so there's five it's, names on it. Including your brother's name. Right. Okay. So, you know, child support arrearage, the problem for your brother is nobody gives him much sympathy. They're going to call him a deadbeat dad. His income tax refunds are subject to garnishment. Um, they can even take a portion of his social security, you know, even if he goes on disability. So, well, look, he, he, he declares bankruptcy. He's got to notify all his creditors, including the, the child support people. And you got to list all your assets, you know, and, and you're going to have to list it. You're also going to be telling them about it. They may not know about it. You know, if he owns a fifth, is that what you said? A fifth of this ranch property, right? Right. But see, they, they know about it. They already have a abstract of judgment on it. Well, it's subject to his, you know, so, okay, um, he doesn't live there. He doesn't even get that home, bankruptcy homestead. So I understand why haven't they moved to foreclose on the property? I don't know, really. Okay, so do you intend to sell the property or keep it? We'd like to keep it. But it just seems like this this problem is going to grow faster than the value of the property. Well, no, no. Let, let me explain something. All they can take from the property is a one fifth share. So if right. your brother's fifth is worth a hundred thousand is is worth two hundred thousand, 
and he owes a hundred thousand. Let's say his one fifth is worth fifty thousand. Then he owes only, and he owes a hundred thousand unpaid child support. They only get the fifty grand. So, why? I, I don't understand what the problem is. It's his problem. Why is it a family problem? Well, like if we wanted to improve the property and take out a loan to improve the property, we we really can't do that. With why, why don't you buy him out of the property? Um, the other four. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that I could afford to do that. All right. Well, um, if he files bankruptcy, I, I would talk to a bankruptcy lawyer before doing it because um, if he has other creditors, they may come out of the woodwork. You, you know, a guy who owes $100,000 in unpaid child support has probably been ripping off other creditors also. I bet he's got lots of other debts too, right? Probably some, but nothing like this. How many kids does he have? Yeah. Three kids, and he didn't support his children, did he? Right, he didn't support them most of their most of their lives. So, what are you looking to protect him for? Do you do you have children? I, I have children, and I, I support my children. Yeah. And, well, I, I'm just concerned that it's affecting what the rest of the family can do with the property. Well, even if you file bankruptcy, even if he files bankruptcy and stops the interest from accruing, they still know about the property. So that's a waste of time. It's not going to do any good. Got it. All right. Okay. Yeah. You know, I'm usually pretty sympathetic. Somebody calls in, I like to think that they're my client. You know, I'm a lawyer. You're calling in for legal advice. You tell me, oh, $100,000 and you didn't support your kids. You don't get a lot of sympathy from me or anybody. Deadbeat dads and deadbeat moms. Get out of here. Pat calling from Florida. Len Tillum. Pat in Florida. How come you're calling a lawyer? Hi, Lynn. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. I have a revocable living trust, which my husband and I made a, a number of years ago before he passed. Mm-hmm. But after he passed, I moved to Florida. And okay. The, the living trust was made here in California, in San Francisco. Yeah. But my question is, I never did change addresses or... My residency. I changed my residence to to Florida. Yeah. And I didn't. I didn't change anything in, in the, the the living trust. No, no, the trust. Now, my, my yeah. My my question to you was, if I should pass while I am visiting any of my kids in the East Coast or West Coast before I hit back Florida, what would happen? Your trust should be okay. okay. Yeah, the trust is still valid. Yeah, yeah. Let me explain. The trust that you entered into in San Francisco is valid in all 50 states. It's valid. Good. The only significant difference maybe, and you're not married anymore. You're a widow. California. I'm a widow. Yeah. Widow after 52 years of marriage. Florida is not a community property state like California, but you're not married. You're thinking of getting married again or not for you, right? No, thank you. My world is my family. Yes, yes, yes. Look. As long as your trust divides it equally, I'm sorry, as long as your trust divides it the way you want, you know, what? how many kids you got, Pat? Five. And you're giving it to all of them equally? Share and share alike. Okay, and who's going to be in charge of the trust when you die? Who's going to be your successor trustee? That's very important. Son number one. Uh, is it son number one because he's the firstborn or because he's fair and does a good job? All of my kids are fair. All, all of my right. kids. I'm very blessed in that respect. Okay, and where does and your... Where does son? He lives. He lives here in, in 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 California. Okay. You got any kids in Florida? No, one daughter, but uh, she is the eldest. But uh, I prefer that the boys. All right. The boys handle it. Okay. Look, it makes no difference. You're not married. 
make sure your property is in the trust. You don't need to trust your divide. Excuse me. You don't need to change your trust so long as it divides your assets, the stuff you got and the way you want them divided on your death. It's fine. You know what you might need? A new one of Pat, what they call the advanced health care, the like uh, uh, advanced health care directive, the pull the plug yes, document. I, I did have one also. I yeah. have one of those also. Get one from Florida. Your doctor will have it. You can find them online because Florida yes. doctors may not want a California one. Got it? Oh, it, one that's good in every state? Is no, 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 no. Each state, it's called the, in California, it's called uh, the Advanced Healthcare Directive. It's the one that says, if I can't make medical decisions, who can make them for me? I have one for California. It's probably good in Florida. Show You got a doctor in Florida now, don't you? Well, actually, I usually make come up all the time. I visit the kids half of the year, more or less, and then I go back down to Florida when it gets cold. It'll be fine. Just make sure that your daughter who lives in Florida knows where it is. God forbid you have a stroke or something happens to you. God forbid in Florida. Yes. Okay? Yes, yes. yes, yes. I know, another question, uh, Len, please. Yes. Uh, I was thinking of making a loan to two of the children. Uh but I don't, I don't want to have any interest or anything out, out from them. How can I go about that? Do you want them to pay you back or not? Well, I, they could pay me back when they can. If not, they will be deducted out of, out of what they will. Make have. a little amendment to your trust and say you can and do I it. I can make an amendment. Yeah, I'll tell, oh, you, I'll tell you right now. You say trust amendment. You know, you write a little yeah. amendment. You write, I have lent, you know, X amount of dollars to Harry and John or whoever it is, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I want this amount of money deducted from their share of the inheritance. You know, I want all my kids to get it equally. I do not want any interest charged on the loan. Tell the other three kids what you've done, you know, and they'll say, you know, when you tell your kids what you're doing, they say, Mom, it's your money. Do whatever you want. Oh, definitely, Ren. I have been doing that, and they have a copy of everything. That, I, I share and share alike. That sh- how much? What's this? Less in this regard, because my kids are very good with me. How lucky you are! What's the size of your estate, Pat? Oh, it's not even a million. It's, it all depends on the stock market, too. Is it you close know? to a million? Not quite. Well, it could be maybe around eight. All right. You know, how old are you? You wouldn't believe it. I'm going to be 84 in May. Yeah, you know, it wouldn't hurt you know, a year or so from now if you feel like it. Having a Florida lawyer take a look at it. You know, you got enough money, you can afford to do it. Just make sure there are no problems, okay? But if uh-huh. you don't, it's not the end of the world. I'll consult the guy over there and, and uh, get more or less tell him, ask him what I should do in case of something should happen or what have you. Is that Here's it? what all I think you need to do. You need somebody to look at your trust to make sure your language uh-huh. on the loan is okay. And if you tell your kids what you're doing and you make a little note yourself, that's all right. You need an advanced health care directive, a pull-the-plug document from a Florida doctor, and maybe even a power of attorney for Florida. But that's it. You know, don't worry about lawyers. You'll do fine. If you're... I have a power of attorney with the, with the, with the, with the revocable trust. Okay, that'll be fine. You'll be okay, Pat. Okay. Thank that... you so much, Lynn. You're welcome. Thank Take you, care, my dear. Great program. You save a lot of lives. You know, you can listen to me, Pat. I know you're in Florida, but you can go to lentillum.com. You can click um, Lens Podcast. You can listen to me online. No commercials, no nothing. Oh, any... great. I All right. Do that because I get so much information from you. Thank well, you keep so listening much. in Florida. Thank you so much. Joe in Napa, you calling a lawyer? How come? Hi, Lynn. Yeah, so three years ago, 
Uh, I was in Italy as a tourist, rented a car, drove around for two weeks, came home, uneventful. Uh, two years after that, a little less than a year ago, I got a call from a uh, collection agency, a stateside collection agency, saying I owe some municipality there 450 bucks for driving the wrong way on a one-way street. You mean, you mean from by... Italy? Pardon me? They want, you got a collection agency calling you, a United States collection agency calling you, they want 450 bucks for a traffic ticket, some camera got you on in Italy, is that right? From, from Italy, two, two years earlier. Ugh. You know, I told him, "What is this? This is this is crazy." I I drive by the law and, and the whole thing, uh, and I said, "Forget about." it. So I get a letter from them about uh, two months ago saying, uh, "You know, you're going to have to do this. They'll sue you." Uh, you know, think think about this like a red light camera. You were driving in Italy. Yeah, 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 I think so. Yeah, you did something illegal that was caught on camera. Most Italian traffic tickets are for speeding by a box with a radar gun and a camera, yeah. or for driving in what they call those limited traffic zones. Only yeah. certain authorized vehicles can drive. Not some dumb tourist who went in there and didn't know what he was doing. I guess the Italian government isn't known for being that swift. They take two years to get a traffic citation. I know, really, Lynn. So I. I was going to, I actually had written a letter telling these guys essentially to go fish. I, it sounds scammy to me. I, I wouldn't have even answered the letter. Look, you're well, driving... That was my question. I, I said, should I, should I send the letter? Should I not send the letter? Or should I call... My, my advice on any of these collection agencies is not to answer the letter. Because okay. sometimes you can affirm the debt by saying, they say, yo, 500 bucks. You know, it's, the debt's beyond the statute of limitations. This is not yours. I'm just giving you an example. Let's say they can't sue you because the debt is beyond the statute of limitations. They say oh, you owe 500 bucks. And you say, no, I only owe 250 bucks. They lied. You've just reaffirmed the debt and started the statute yeah. of limitations. So you don't write letters to them. You were driving a rental car. Somehow, I guess the rental agency's been stuck with the bill. They want no, you to. I never, heard, I never heard a thing from the rental agency. There's been no ticket produced. I, you know, I, it's just a collection agency trying to tap me for yeah, four hundred fifty bucks. I, I wouldn't do it. It can't affect your credit rating. It shouldn't. You know, um, where it is this? Not affect my credit rating. Uh, I don't think so. Rating. Even even if they do, they have to. You know, I mean, if they try and put a ding on your credit rating. You know, you can contest it and have them prove it. You don't owe anything yet. You know what I'm talking about? There's no yeah. judgment. Look, is the collection agency even in California? Uh, yes, they're down south somewhere. I, I don't think it's very likely they're going to sue you, you know. Really? Yeah, six so months from now. So, 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 so just ignore them, and if, the, if, they, if I see a blip on my credit uh, report... Uh, yeah. With, uh, and, and by the way, Joe, how old are you? Uh, I'm 60. You own your own house? Yeah, you always well, actually, pay- I'm renting now. I've, only, I've been a homeowner for many, many years. I, I happen to be renting now. But you got a pretty good credit rating, right? Oh, it's perfect. It's a great credit so rating. So is a ding from some ticket agency in Italy going to affect you? Don't worry about it. Don't pay it. Get on with your life. End of story, okay? And even forget the credit rating. The credit re- uh, Check it. You know, you get a free credit report every year. Check your credit rating. Look at it. I'd be interested to see it if I was you, okay? Yeah. Don't. Okay, don't answer the collection agency. You answer this collection agency, they start to think all of a sudden they got a live one. They're going to come after you. Frank in Windsor. Len Tillum, how come you're calling a lawyer, Frank? Hey, Len, how are you? Good. What's going on? Hey, I got an HOA uh, that uh, we've lived here in this development since the, the house was built, so we're the original owners. And they've been always maintaining the common grounds and the common areas, the grass, the mowing, the fertilizing, and the watering. Mm-hmm. And 
there's a strip of grass that's uh, at the curbside and between our lawn and the sidewalk. And we got a letter from them last week requesting that uh, we start maintaining that area and watering it. No, no, wait, wait a second. How does it get watered now? They, uh, the water, the irrigation system is tied into their common irrigation system, and it's controlled uh, at the pool house, which is locked. We have no access to. So how the heck are you going to water it? Every day you got to take a hose out across the sidewalk? Well, I, I don't think I'm going to be doing that. Yeah. You know, by the way, um, we've got a satellite photo of your house. You gave David the address of the house in Windsor. Windsor and the satellite photo we got from Google uh, of your home shows that the bit of lawn owned by the HOA is greener than the rest of your lawn. You know, that strip. But um, let's talk about the HOA, Home Owners Association. I know you don't like them, and they're making you cut that strip of grass, but who is the HOA? You know, it's you. You and your neighbors are the association. Correct. And, and this is more about local HOA politics and about money. Here's what's going on. The housing crisis is hurting these homeowners associations. When people go upside down underwater, they stop paying their mortgage, and they stop paying the homeowner association dues. I'm guessing, I'm making this up, but I, I assume, you know, it means your HOA, a lot of vacant houses in your development, or they're all full? Uh, we're pretty much full. The, because it's the uh, earlier development, which was built up in uh, 1990, 89 and 90. People still have equity, huh? Yeah, they still have equity. Uh, my house is all paid for. My neighbor's house is all paid for. Yeah, I'm guessing, though, that the HOA may have less money to pay people to mow the lawns and care for the common areas of the so- association. Yeah, the interesting part of it is, though, is when the landscape contractor comes by on his scheduled uh, days to cut the grass, they're still cutting the strip lawn. Yeah. Yeah, so look, you cut your grass, right? I cut my grass. So it wouldn't be such a big deal to cut the strip lawn. Um, I have no problem doing that. But it's the watering that's a pain in the neck. Yeah, the watering, is, which is tied to their common area right. and goes into the pool house. Yeah, so... And since they've been taking care of it for the last 20 years, and now they want to turn it over to us, well, you, and the CCNRs state that, yes, we are supposed to take care of it, but they never... Imp- uh, they never enforce that rule. Look, I, I wouldn't sue the HOA. Oh, no, 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 I'm not suing. So, you know, when you start talking suing, you got lawyers and expenses, and I bet, bet the CC&Rs state that if you sue them and you lose, you got to pay for their lawyers. You can't make them do it. No, 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 I understand that. So but, what we did is we wrote them a, e- a nice email yeah. explaining to them that we're the original homeowners and that over the past 21 years they have been maintaining the grounds and watering the grounds with their irrigation system, and now they want to turn it over to us, which is nice. I said, but we can't go in there and turn on the sprinkler system because we have no access. Right, and they they probably have you know um, you know some kind of meter that turns it on and off automatically. Well, they have the landscaper that actually turned it off himself. I think I'm, we're figuring out that's why the grass is turning brown. Well, let them turn that back on. Keep watering that strip so you don't have to put a hose. You know, you start putting a hose across the sidewalk, somebody's going to trip on it and sue you. you know? Absolutely. Yeah, and they don't want you digging up you know, the sidewalk to put irrigation into the strip. No. So tell them, keep the water on, and we'll cut the grass. You cut the, your own grass anyways. Oh, yeah, I have no problem cutting it. It's a very small strip. Well, let the strip go brown. It's not the end of the world. And then I guess lots of people's strips will go brown, and they'll realize... They'll realize, you know, we'll, we'll put the water back on. What's the big deal? It's not costing them that much to water, is it? No, I don't think so. Yeah, so that's what I would do. But my advice to you is stay away from lawyers and work this out with your neighbors and your HOA, okay? Yeah, we're doing that. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. 
Dylan in San Jose, how come you're calling a lawyer? Hi. Um, last Saturday, I was involved in a motorcycle accident on a two-lane, two single-lane highway, uh, two-lane highway, and um, I hit. I basically ran into the the uh, the left rear or the left rear rear wheel well of an oncoming um, pickup truck, and somehow I, my bike managed to stop, and then I slipped over the rear of the car and landed more to the center of the lane. Are you okay? Yeah, I don't know how I am okay. Like, I have no scratches on me at all, and my helmet wasn't, like, it's, like scratched or anything. It's just, it's, 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 it's like an extremely lucky just event to let this happen. But. Yeah, I'll tell you, Dylan, God smiled on you that day, that's for sure. Yeah, it's, the picture is, like, explained is more than words, but my, my question, like, the, I didn't have insurance at the time because I bought the bike literally, like, four hours ago, and I was planning on getting the insurance on a the following Monday, because I called them and their offices weren't open, like phone lines. So I was wondering what I should do now. I, I learned that there is no grace period for the um, for motorcycle insurance. Yeah. So I'm not sure what to do now. Cause, you know, uh, if, you, if you have auto insurance, you usually get a grace period when you buy another car. But motorcycle yeah. motorcycle insurance is different. Do you own a car? Yeah, I have full coverage on my automobile right you, you check with them but I, I think you have to have a rider on your auto policy that costs you extra money because of the additional risk of injury to you simply because yeah. you're on a motorcycle you know so yeah. yeah you know with motorcycles a fender bender with a car that wouldn't hurt anybody maybe ding up the car a little could kill you and you really yeah. are lucky you're not dead so how much damage did you do to the other car um it wasn't drivable after the rear wheel was like uh, it was bent about at a, like about ninety, about forty-five degree angle, and the whole side of the truck was banged up. So I'd say about seven, seven like six to seven thousand. And what year was the truck? Is it a new one or an old one? It's an old one. It's, it was a Tacoma. Well, if your insurance won't cover you, the other driver may have to sue you, or he may have some kind of uninsured or collision coverage, and then his the other driver's insurance will cover him. And then his insurance company can go after you in what's called a subrogation action. They may decide to sue you or may not decide to sue you. you know? Yeah. So. And what, what I was thinking was, it wasn't for sure, like, said if it was my fault or his fault because he could have been in my lane. It happened so fast, I just really do not know. Did the, so CH, did the CHP come? Yeah, they came. They didn't write a, a report just because there was no uh, injuries, though. Well, if his insurance company calls you, I, I probably wouldn't even talk to them right now, you know? Yeah. I, okay. I mean, because they'd just be looking to pin it on you. But you're saying, what part of your motorcycle hit his rear wheel? Well, the front of your oh, bike? The front. The front wheel. Now, he was, he was going in the opposite direction? Yeah, it was on a turn. It was on, like, a 90-degree turn. So, he like, you know when you're when you're driving and sometimes you'll cut into the lane a little bit. Yeah. I'm like, I, you can see on the road, my skid marks do not cross the center, the center line. You should take a picture of that. That's important. Yeah. I would take yeah. the position then if your skid marks don't cross the line, you say, look, I may sue your guy. You might sue him in small claims court, you know, for the value of your motorcycle. Cause he came into your lane. If your skid marks don't go there, how could you have crossed over into his lane? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's something that wasn't determined 100% at the scene, so 
You know, if you talk to the insurance company, I would take the position, because if you take the position, oh, I don't know what it is, his insurance company will take the position, yeah, well, I'm telling you what it is, it was your fault. Your position should be, it wasn't my fault, I wasn't in his lane, end of story, and then see what happens. Call me back in six months when you know what's going on, okay? All right, thanks a lot. Hey, hey, Dylan, if you're a God, if you believe in God or some kind of higher power, say a prayer and give thanks, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. One more question. How how old are you, Dylan? Forty. <laughs> you gonna buy another motorcycle? Not not because of the worry of my family. It's it's, it's too it's too much now. <laughs> enough is enough. No, it's not worth it. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you for calling in, Dylan. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Have a good one. Okay. That's it for today. We're putting out a show Monday to Friday. You're gonna get a fresh one on iTunes or at lentillum.com again. The price you have to pay, there's no commercials. You don't have to listen to that crap. All you got to do is tell a friend. And if there's some old fart listening, you know, who who loved the show and couldn't do it, or young fart, you know, those people who can't do it, help them download it. Show them how to do it. They will be very grateful. I'm very grateful you're here. See you next time.